Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, guys? Mark Singh here. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Unapologetic Man Podcast. For you joining us for the first time or just recently discovering the podcast, I tip my hat to you. Smack yourself on the ass. You are a champion and you are in the right place. For those of you who have been riding with me since the beginning, your name is already tattooed on my neck. I have a decal of you slapped on the hood of my car and songs will be written about you that will be sung around campfires for generations to come. You, my friend, are the ultimate champion. So in this episode, we're going to talk about physicality. All right. In the last one, we talked about how to get the first kiss, how to touch her hand and get her really attracted to you and get her to kiss you, not only on the mouth, but as well as the cheek, which really is the most intimate part of the face based on the amount of nerves in it. And now we're going to talk about making out, uh, doing the karate chop maneuver, which I'll talk about how to touch the boobs, how to get her to give you a blowjob. If I have time for it, I kind of have to see how long this is going to take, and then uh, maybe starting to kind of go down on her. So let's see how this goes and see how far we get. I'm definitely going to cover all that stuff in this series, but I think this one's going to be pretty much like making out boobs, maybe like touching each other's genitalia, and then in the next one we'll rock like how to get a blowjob, and then also how to give her cunnilingus. I know I had a podcast about cunnilingus before with those two guests, But that was their opinion, and I want to give my opinion on how I've done it, which is also featured in the book, Guide to the Female Orgasm, which will be yours if you leave me a review and email me at coachmarksing at gmail.com. I will send you that book as well as the Conversation Sniper, Three Texts to Build Attraction in Women, my social security number, my credit card, as well as the keys to my house, and you will be the godfather to my daughter. So please get that done. I really do appreciate it. But let's see how we go on this one. Okay, so... We knocked out the first kiss like a champ. If you didn't hear that first one, please have a listen. It's number one. This is number two. Uh, What is it? Sex and physicality part one. Really good stuff. You lined up the first kiss. Now, typically after you do the first kiss, you're going to continue kissing. And this is what we call in America making out, quote unquote. So when you make out with the girl, you're going to use your tongue. Now, here's something that I absolutely hate when girls do. And that is this too much goddamn saliva. So please, you guys keep the saliva down to a minimum, like swallow your spit before you, you kiss her, bro. If like a girl would kiss me and it was like really saliva eat, I'm out. I'm done. She's done. We're, we're done forever. I would be like, okay, I have an early morning tomorrow. I got to cut out of here. So, uh, why don't I take you home? And then like she'd be sitting there like, Oh God, what did I do? And I'm like, what'd you do? There's a goddamn fire hose coming into my mouth, woman. The only thing worse than that is like helicopter tongue or bad breath, halitosis. You guys know I hate that shit. So keep the saliva to a minimum. How do you do this? Well, there's something called swallowing, which is a great human feature that you can deploy before you kiss a girl. So keep it to a minimum. When you stick the tongue in the mouth, as I discussed in the previous episode, you want to kind of like caress her tongue with your tongue. You don't want your tongue to be like sharp and pointy. You want it to be soft and you caress yours with hers. Caress yours with hers. Yeah, whatever. We'll go with it. 
and then you you know you you purse your lips, kiss, open the mouth, caress the tongues a little bit, bring the lips back together. Then you can you can deploy the freaking head move, move it to the left, do it again a couple times, deploy the hand up the back of the head, you know, touching the back of her hair. They really like that especially if you grab it a little bit and just like kind of get tight to the scalp, grab a little bit of hair and you guys were there making out. You got a boner the size of the Statue of Liberty, but you want to tuck that fucker to the side because you don't want to poker with it. Or maybe you do. Like I've had chicks tell me they could tell I had a boner the size of the Eiffel Tower and um, I was a little bit embarrassed, but I don't know, sometimes it turns them on. They like to know that they're turning you on and that the thing works, right? So if you got a boner, do what you want with it, but um, it's going to be on. So you guys are making out and usually that'll happen in the first date. Now, this is my strategy, okay? And many people disagree with this. You know what? That's fine. This is what worked for me. It may work differently for you, but there's a reputation that we have as men and that is we're trying to get it in. We're trying to get our dicks wet. We want to have sex, right? And it's pretty true, isn't it? So what I did is I was contrary to that reputation. I would be the one to stop it. And I wouldn't make her feel like she made a mistake. I would actually say, whoa, you know, like the chemistry is really on. Fuck, I'm attracted to you so much. But, you know, relationships or uh, things that start fast end fast. So let's slow it down. I actually have a long day tomorrow. So let's go ahead and cut out of here and we'll catch up later. And I found in my experience that girls would not only really respect that, They'd appreciate it. They'd build hundreds of times more trust for me when I didn't try to push it. But dude, I would get laid like no tomorrow on the second date. So first date, my thing is first kiss pretty much every time if I was attracted to her, if I could see she was attracted to me, we had chemistry, first kiss and making out and then that's it. Hey, I got an early day tomorrow. Uh, why don't you, Why don't I walk you out? Then you hit her up the next day. Hey, I had fun last night. What's the rest of your week looking like? Boom, set up the second date. And then you're going to get laid like no tomorrow because you prove to her that which is very important to women, which is they can trust you. So many guys like push and push and push until they get rejected. Well, if you push until she stops you, you're putting yourself in a really bad situation because now she's ensconced in her position. You've compromised your trust with her. So what I do is I would be the one to stop it. Hey, that's enough. And it would always work out good for me. Okay, so let's say the first date's over. You made out like a champion. You tore your favorite pair of underwear. And you had a boner so big that it actually gave yourself a wedgie. If you accomplish that, then you are a champ. You did a great job. Okay, you hit her up. You guys set up the second date. Maybe she comes over to your house or you go to her house. Or you meet in public and then pull her back to your house. We're going to discuss all that in subsequent episodes. But you got her back to your place. Okay, now you guys are making out on the couch again. You set that up in various different ways, some of which you can get from me if you get coaching, actually all of which, or some of which you can get if you leave me a review, hit me up, coachmarksing at gmail.com, and I'll send you gambits because in those gambits are really cool ways to kind of like ramp up the sexual tension again. But inevitably, here's how you have to look at it. You guys made out on the first date. Fantastic, great work, big old pat on the back, but we have to realize that we need to ramp up that attraction again. You're usually not just going to dive right back into making out, you know, on the second date. 
Think of it as you got to an eight out of, let's say, 20 is sex. Okay, you got to an eight out of 20. Now on the second date, you're kind of back down to a five because her buying temperature has gone down just a little bit. So on that second date, you need to ramp up the attraction. How do we do that? With everything we've talked about, right? All the attraction building secrets, conversation, joking around, push-pull, uh, telling stories, having fun, relating, teasing her, and then boom, you guys are making out again. Now we're back up to an eight. So hopefully we're back to where we were when the first date ended. Now you guys are really making out. So next thing you go for is the boob. Okay, so you don't want to just up and grab the boob. You just don't want to take your hand and be like, honk, 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 right? You want to like slide over the boob first. So what I do typically is I'll be making out with her. I've already had my hands in her hair. You know, I'm like touching or scratching her arm and then whoop, I'll go over that boob. And then she's like, "Uh uh-oh, like he went over my boob. Okay, then you go over it again and then maybe you can hold it for a second and give it a little massage and then you get off of it. I'm doing, I'm like literally doing this to myself right now. I'm like, oh, that's a little weird, but you know, I gotta, I gotta explain it, but yeah, that's going to stop right now. No, no touching yourself, bro. During the podcast rule number one. All right. So you go over the boob and then, uh, you might go back to it. And then like with your thumb, you can rub a little bit on the nipple, which she can feel it typically through her bra, unless she's wearing like a massively padded bra to which if she wears a padded bra, she'll rock it on the first date. And then if she knows the boobs are going to come out, she won't rock it. Um, I've also had girls do hair extensions. So like when I put my hand up in their hair, it's like I run into a brick wall of hair extensions, which is really awkward. But you know, girls want to look pretty. So they do some weird things to accentuate their looks, pads in their bra being one of them. So hopefully the pads will be out, whatever but you're, you're putting your hands on them. You might massage with your thumb a little bit on the tits. Now you're like kissing her neck and like you might want to like unbutton the top of her blouse so you can get deeper on her neck and then unbutton it again and maybe like you can get your hand in under, right? You get in under the bra and you might like lick your finger so you can get like some lubrication on your finger and like rub her nipple. So typically the nipples are very sensitive and kissing her neck while rubbing her nipple as you guys are making out. I mean, come on, she's going to get like super duper horny. So as you're doing that, uh, you might like, you know, maybe your shirt comes off or her shirt gets unbuttoned all the way. And then you reach behind and you do the old one handed bra unlatching sequence. So for those of you who haven't done it, I'm imagining you could probably look it up on YouTube but it's kind of like you pinch it and slide, I guess is the best way to explain it. I've never had to verbally explain how to do this. I guess pinch and slide it and then it pops off. Did you ever see, you guys have watched Friends, I bet. There's this one episode where they're talking about how Joey can just look at a bra and it pops off. It's so funny, man. And you know, with Friends, a lot of Joey's game is actually real. Like I can tell the guy has a lot of charisma, but he has the kind of game where he's very forward, which is another podcast episode I'm going to do in the future, but he's very charismatic about it. So he owns his attraction to women. He states it outright and he's like a little bit pushy about it, but he's so charismatic it works. So if you're one of those guys that has a lot of charisma Maybe you're good looking and you just have like that smile about you and that like confidence. 
you can be super forward with your attraction. I was recently watching a movie, uh, Police Academy, way back in the 80s. It came on the other night and we were watching it. And there's a character in there who had that exact kind of game. Now, there was one part where he was a little too forward. He's like, I'd love to see your legs someday. You don't want to say that. But it's like, hey, I'm attracted to you and I'm super charming and I'm going to get you and nothing you can do can stop me. I do that to girls sometimes too. So it, it depends on kind of your personality. And if we work together, I tweak it for you so we can get girls with your specific personality, whether an extrovert, introvert, good looking, not so good looking, charismatic, quiet. There's always ways to leverage your specific personality to get you girls. Okay, so you're rubbing the boobs. Maybe you take off the bra. She's going to kind of help you slide the bra off and then you want to lick the boobs. So typically with girls, okay, here's a rule that I usually stick to, which is if she kisses me really softly and sensually, then that's the way I'm going to treat her body as a whole until she gives me some kind of different feedback. If she's really grinding it and like like really making out with me hard and like pulling my hair, which I hate by the way, I like very like soft girls, but you know, you might like that hard stuff, which is totally fine. If she's like that, then that's kind of how you want to be back to her. That's how you want to kiss her back. That's how you want to lick her tits, uh, maybe lick her pussy that way, have sex with her that way. But her reaction needs to be your barometer. And I always say error on the side of being too soft than being too hard. So with sucking the tits, don't like fucking grab them like they're, a, I don't know, a Capri Sun and you're trying to squeeze some juice out of them. Just massage them gently. You can lick your tongue around the areola and the nipple and then like be making out with her tit kind of. It's kind of like making out with her mouth, but it's with her nipples. Switch from tit to tit. You can be, dude, I'm a drummer. Like I know how to play drums. I used to be in a punk rock band. So the ability to do this with this hand, this with that hand, and this with my mouth comes really handy when you're getting it on with girls. I could be like doing this epic thing on her tits with my right hand, this epic thing with her pussy with my left hand and making out with her. And then I'm also keeping a beat with my right foot. I got it going, man. They love that shit. So that's how you kind of can get going on the nipples. And then what I do too is like make out with their mouth. Then like, you know, be kissing their neck and then like go to the nipples for a bit then come back up and kiss the neck. You can like slide your tongue from her nipple to her neck to her ear and then kiss her. And like, you don't want to leave her all wet or anything, but you can really deploy some epic patterns and get her really turned on. Okay. So here is something a little bit crude that my, uh, my childhood best friend's dad said to us once. Okay. Now I didn't say this, but he said it. And it's kind of good advice. If you can't eat it, don't fuck it. Now, hey, that, I didn't say that now. He said it. I'm just repeating the advice of, a, of an older gentleman who did have game. He was like a pool shark. And he used to like ride motorcycles. He was like this outlaw dude. He got a lot of girls. But I was like, hey, that's pretty good advice. So here, we're going to do what I call the karate chop. And I think you know what I'm going to say. So... This goes in steps, right? You're making out with her. You go to the tits. You're licking on the tits. You're like, you're kissing her neck. And you can make like you're going to kind of go down. Like I always want to, especially the first time, kind of show that like I'm going to go down. So you slowly maybe kiss on her tummy a little bit. 
Um, if girls, God forbid, by the way, if a girl has some tummy fat, which is <laughs> gross, I like a nice, flat, tight tummy with a belly button ring. Ooh, doggy, that turns me on. If there's fat there, like it is frumpy, it's like, ugh, God. Anyway, if she kind of has like some fat somewhere, I advise not kissing on it because she's probably insecure about it and getting it kissed on. I used to look like a chicken McNugget with tits which means I had a spare tire and man boobs. Well, when girls would like kiss on my fat, I'd be like, ah, dude, it's like so uncomfortable. But now that I'm shredded because I changed my diet and I work out because I have discipline now, finally, um, I don't mind them kissing there. So let's be cognizant of that. So what you can do is kind of slide your hand on their inner thigh and don't go for the vagina just yet. But what you can do is eventually, you know, rub your hand over her vagina. Hopefully at this time, she's kind of rubbing your dick too, which is where the blowjob is going to come into play. And in the next episode, I'm going to teach you how to set that up like way in advance through some NLP kind of shit. But you've set that up. So hopefully she's rubbing your dick. You got a heart on the size of the Sears Tower. What I'd often say is like, ah, man, it hurts. Hold on. Let me adjust it. And like you adjust it so it points up. And I'm always kind of like, fuck, it, it, it hurts, you know, like get this thing out of here, man. It's the fucking beast who needs to be like let out of his cage. You know, it's the it's the Hulk, dude. He needs to like flex up a little bit and show his power. So hopefully eventually she's undoing your belt. You know, once the dick comes out, she's either going to be giving you a hand job or hopefully go down on you. And like I said, we're going to talk about how to get a blow job in the next episode, which will be next Wednesday, by the way. So. When you're kind of rubbing your inner thigh, you can go for the old karate chop, right? And you know what I'm talking about. You kind of like chop it up in there and then you can kind of like rub it, rub it up and down. Now you could either smell your hand at a certain time, right? To see if it's like good to go. Cause I mean, bro, like I've been, uh, dude, I, I'm going to admit, I've been with some girls. It was like, whoo, doggy. That's some like, you know, burnt taco kind of like, you know, armpit kind of smell and I ain't fucking with that like tuna, like rotten tuna mixed with the guy who works at 7-Eleven's BO uh, mixed with a sumo wrestler who shitted on a burning tire kind of fucking smell abort mission dude you're done and that's why it's good to sometimes build in abort mechanisms before you go have sex with her and by the way she wants to build in abort mechanisms too because if if like she thinks you might mess up She's going to want to get the hell out of there just as much as you are. So kind of a different conversation, but you could do the old karate chop and, and like, you know, start kind of massaging her. You'll then probably go under her underwear and it's important not to just like start rubbing on the clit super hard. You might want to like lick your finger and kind of go around the lips and be touching her there. And by this time, it's like, if you guys are on the couch doing this, I mean, at least oral sex is going to happen. Usually when the dick comes out, she's going to go down or by the time you're kind of going under her underwear with your hand, you may finger her and then go down on her. And so this is a good time to move to the bedroom. So oftentimes, you know, it would start on the couch and then I might say like, Hey, this is pretty uncomfortable. Do you want to move to the bedroom? She'll be like, yeah. And then you guys kind of have to do like the walk of shame, right? From the couch to the bedroom. You're rocking a boner the size of the NASA space shuttle. She's like walking to your room with her panties around her ankles. It's just an awkward session. If you guys have a better way to do it, I never figured it out. 
it's just one of those like you know moments where it's a little weird i guess you could like pick her up like the old like wedding style pick her up yeah if she's small you could do that I, i've probably done that a few times but uh hopefully your couch is close to your bedroom so get into the bedroom and then we're gonna go blow job and cunnilingus so when you go down on her usually has to happen in your bed because doing it on the couch you can do it it's a little weird one benefit of it is it's like it's easier to get your hand up in there because when it's on the bed you have like the friction of the bed rubbing on your forearm we'll talk about that in the next episode but like i find it easier to transition into sex when it's in my bed um but yeah you know you can have sex on the couch for sure there's all kinds of great things you can do she can definitely go down on you on the couch in fact it's kind of a great place to happen because she can sit on the floor while you're on the couch and you might have like your pants around your ankles, but hopefully you can get them off. You know, there's always a few awkward moments like you try to like, take off your pants and like you're hopping and your your fucking legs get caught and then you fall behind the couch. You're like, oh, and she's like, are you okay? And she tries to run after you and her panties around her ankles and she falls and it's just a fucking mess, man. It's pretty funny, but that's a great way to get to second base and to set up third base, which we're going to talk about in the next episode. So man, that went by really quick, dude. We're already at over 20 minutes. So I'll go ahead and wrap it up here. We'll complete this. Uh, I think it's going to do two or three more episodes. So please stick around for those. Please come back. And once again, they're the exact same name, but it's going to be part three, four, and maybe even part five. It seems like we have a lot to talk about here. So I appreciate you taking your valuable time to listen to this. And if you could leave me a review, a five-star review, as well as some text about what you find interesting about this podcast, I will once again send you those awesome programs. You can email me at coach mark sing at gmail.com anyways guys i once again really do appreciate you listening and i can't wait to deliver you more awesome content in the next podcast so i'll see you guys